Good evening. Hope you're all well. We're learning Maseches Nadarim Daf Samach Beis and starting three lines from the bottom on Samach Aleph Amid Beis. As you can see, this is one of the longer blot in the Masechta, and the reason why is because it's stories in Divrei Agarta, which is beautiful. And we'll be finishing tonight uh, at the two dots toward the bottom of Samach Beis Amid Beis, just three lines from the bottom. Let's get started. We learned in our Mishnah yesterday that Adshi Yavor Hakayit said if a person makes a commitment not to eat a certain food until the harvesting time, that goes up until until all of the knives are put away, all of the sharp cutting tools, the shears. And the Bryce at the very bottom line of Samach Aleph on the base qualifies Tana Blu Rov Hamiktos. It's not not every last set of shears in the city has to be put away. It just has to be that rove of them are. Fine. No, probably just shears. It's whatever shears were used for this purpose. It doesn't mean that there are no yeah. knives in Klal It just means that the knives that are typically like, used for, for harvesting. Like specifically for this, because it's ours, because it's the same thing as it's a it's a modern Hebrew word as as we use them, so I don't know exactly how to respond to that. I'm not sure. I don't know why the Gemara uses that word. Okay, but uh yeah, that's what the Gemara says. And on Samach Bezim at Aleph at the top, uh, we quote this again, and we're going to hear a bunch of stories about it. Tana, we had learned Hukpilu, Rov HaMikzos. As you can see here, it says Hukpilu, and on the bottom it says Sheyich Pilu. There's clearly some challenge in the in the actual Girsa. And on the bottom of Samach Aleph on Bez, when it says Sheyich Pilu, two lines from the bottom, so there's a little bit of a, cor- a corrective measure that's put into the Gemara where it changes it Sheyich Pilu. Okay, fine. So it says on the top that it's Tana Hukpilu, Rov HaMikzos. And once that once we reach that threshold, where the majority of the shears in that community have been put away, so the Gemara says, "Mutaros mishum minamaisros." At that point, once you're done working the field, everything else becomes hefker for the poor people. It's peya, whatever. Everything is allowed to be taken. There's no iser gezel, and everything that's in there is potter from meiser. Rebbe v'rebiosi bar Rebbe Yehuda iklu lahu asra bismach hukplu rovemixos. Rebbe and Rebiosi bar Yehuda, they were in a city which was after the end of the harvesting time. Rebbe Havakachil, Rebbe was eating from the field because, as mentioned, it's mutter to eat the foods at that time. And Rebbe Yossi bar Rebbe Yehuda lo achil, and he wasn't eating. So the Gemara says, Asa Marhon, the master of this property, showed up and he noticed that Rebbe Yossi, Rebbe Yehuda, wasn't eating. And Omar Lahu, he says to both of them, Amai lo achle rabbana, why aren't the rabbis eating? And the Gemara says, Hukpalu rov He says, after all, we're already past the harvesting time and everything is is pater mishum gezel and pater mina maizros. So the Gemara says, even though Marhon, even though the master of this property had caught them not eating, which he had he had seemingly hoped that they would eat, he uh, even so, lo why not? So, you know, sometimes when you get a text message, you're not always sure about the tone. So here, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda was watching the guy's face while he was talking. And instead of the question being, Amailo Achle Rabbanon, it was like, um, oh, you're going to eat more of my food? You can eat more of my food, and that's what the Gemara says. Because was looking at the context of how the words were presented, and he read it as though it was a little bit uh, passive aggressive, as we might say in our parlance. And in fact, the Ran four lines down calls this out. The Ran says. You just walk in my field thinking, yeah, it's mutter. It totally is mutter. But sometimes you have to know how to read between the lines and understand what's going on. Rabbi Yosef was, uh, was, of course, an Erlich and he, he didn't want to make the person upset. 
Story number two. Rabbi Chama Bar Rabbi Chanina Ikla Lahu Asra. He went to a particular place. Bisman Shuklu Rava Miktos. After all of the Te'enim had already been, had already been plucked. Havakachil, he was eating. Yoav Lashama, he gave some to his servant, but Loachil, his servant, wouldn't eat. And Omar Lay, Rabbi Chama said to his servant, Echol, you're allowed to eat. Kachamarli, Rabbi Shmal Bar, Rabbi Yosim Shumavi. We already learned this day. In Hukpulu Rava Miktos, Mutars Mishum Gezab Turs Benamaisir, you can eat, no problem. Story number two. Here's story number three. The Gemara says about a third of the way down, a little bit more. Rabbi Tarfon Ashkechehu Gavra. He found a particular man. So he walked by a field. He was after the Zman of Rob. Um, what's the language of Shehukpulu Rob Mixos? And he grabbed some food. It was mutter, no problem. Achse Bisaka, this guy who owned the field, grabbed Rabbi Tarfon and put him into a duffel bag. Shakle and he grabbed him, and he brought him over to the place right by the bridge. He wanted to dump him into the water with like a cylinder, uh, with like, what are those things? What? Pretty much that's what it was. And he wanted to do it with like, a, it was not, not That's exactly right. And he wanted to throw him in the water um, because uh, we don't know why yet. We'll see why in a moment. But the Gemara says three lines before the middle with lines, Omar Lo, which is really not correct. Correct. It's not really Omar Lo. It's just Omar Oi, take out the word lo. Amar, Rabbi Tarfon says to himself, Oi lo litarfon shezehorgo. Nebach an tarfon, on me, that this guy is going to kill me. Shamahu gavra. When the guy who was carrying the duffel bag over his shoulder found out who was inside the bag, up until now he didn't know who he had chopped. He just grabbed the band, was upset, and put him in the bag. Shav keve arak. When you realize that you have kidnapped the cat, the, the uh, gadol hador, it's probably time to you know, create a little bit of a separation. And he decided not to throw him in the water. All of the remaining days of the life of Rabbi Tarfon, he was very upset about this whole interaction. Why? Amar, what was the concern that Rabbi Tarfon had? What was the concern that he had? By saying my name, they would know I'm Rabbi Tarfon. If you know I'm Rabbi Tarfon, you know I'm one of the Gedolei Hador. And he felt that that was a manipulation of Kavad Torah. We're going to question this in the Gemara because his life was on the line. So let's see what's going on here. And uh, let's really first see what Rabbi Tarfon was concerned about. And of course, the histories are backwards here. These are Amoraim talking now. Rabbi Yochanan was an early Amor. Rabbi Tarfon was a Tana. So obviously, this isn't quoting Rabbi Tarfon like his, it's not quoting his door, it's quoting a later generation, but it was only formulated in this way later. <laughs> Two lines into the wide lines, call it Torah. Anyone who says, oh, no, I'm a Chacham, yeah, you're going to come, I'll, I'll take care of you. And therefore, bump me to the front of the, front of the line, or therefore X, therefore Y. Nekar, mean ha'olam, that person gets removed from the world. And we, we know this from a Kadal Chomer. What is the Kalachomer? The Gemara says, Belshatzar used Kalim in the base of Mikdash that had already lost their Kedusha. They had already become Chulin. They'd already become Chulin. And Kevan Shepirzum Nasechol. Once they were uh, removed, once they were profaned, then they became Chulim. And he too was Nekarmina Olam because the Pasuk says, Dechsiv, Babalelia Kotil Belshatzar. He was killed that night. So we see that there was an Onesh from using the Kalim of the Besamikdash, even after their Kedusha had departed and they were just Chulim. 
Hamishtamish bekisra shel Torah shuchai v'kaim leolam alachas kama v'kama. All the more so something which can't lose its lose its sanctity, which is the the kavod shel Torah. Says the Gemara. That's why Rabbi Tarfon was so broken because he was mishtamish bekisra shel Torah. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Tarfon, I don't understand. Came into ka'achil the hukpulu rova mikzos hava. He was eating at a time when the harvest had already ended. So all of the food that was there was mutter to eat. So why was this guy throwing him in a duffel bag and threatening to throw him over the side of the bridge? Says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, halfway through the middle with lines, some guy kept uh, showing up in the middle of the night, way before we had cameras, and he would kept clipping off a bunch of clusters of grapes and stuffing them up and stealing them. And then the cave under Ashkechel Rabbi Tarfon. Once he saw Rabbi Tarfon sitting there grabbing dates out of his uh, out of his date orchard, says that, so. Then Savar Hainu Deganvan. He thought he was the same guy. He didn't even look at him. Chloroform stuck him in a duffel bag and ran over to the bridge. So says the Gemara. Well, Ihachi, I might see her nafshe if. Um, why then was Rabbi Tarfon so upset? If his life was really taka uh, to be to be at risk, which is exactly what it was, what was Rabbi Tarfon worried about? Says the Gemara, Mishum de Rabbi Tarfon Asher Gadol Hava. Rabbi Tarfon was considered a tremendously wealthy person. And before he let the words out of his mouth, Oy lo Tarfon, he should have said, "I'm very wealthy, and I can make you a wealthy man too. Just let me live." And that would have been more appropriate, halachically speaking. Halachically speaking, it would have been more appropriate to pay someone off than it would be to manipulate, uh, to manipulate the Torah. And let's dig into this sugya a little bit. We are uh, two thirds of the way down. Tanya, the pasuk says, What's pshat in this pasuk? Adam, a person should not say ekra. I'm gonna I'm gonna read from the Torah Shikruni Chacham or Eshna I'll teach Mishnai Shikruni Rebbe or Eshna I'm gonna learn Shehiyah Zakein VeEshev VeYeshiva They'll let me sit on the Mizrach I'm such a Chashiv Yid That should never be the reason that a person learns A person should learn out of purity of heart They should do so for love Vesofa Kavod Lava Don't worry If you're chasing Kavod The best thing to do is avoid Kavod And then in due time it'll catch up to you Shenar Shenemar as the pasuk says Kashrema Let's Be Osecha You should tie them on your fingers. You should write them on the walls of your heart. The Torah also teaches us, people who embrace these things, they'll have ne'imus, and they will have me'ushar. So that's the right way to do things. Rabbi Eliezer bar Rabbi Tzadok Omer, I'm similar tone. You should do things for the sake of our maker. V'daber lahem, v'daber lahem lishmam. And we should talk in learning for l'shem shamayim. As well, you should not take the crown of Torah to make yourself look great. Nor should we make it like a shovel that we dig with. And and here, again, we're repeating the same Kalvachomer as we saw earlier. It's just being quoted by a different person, but it's the same thing, a little bit shorter. First of the very long lines, who utilized the kalim of the Beis HaMikdash, even after the sanctity of those kalim had, had been gone, and now they're just regular chulen, and he was nekar mina olam, all the more so that should be true. And Rava says, saving your life trumps everything else? hundred percent, but we are we asked that question. We were bothered by we that. Well, yeah, we had a way out of that because he was very wealthy. If if you have nothing else going for you, that absolutely mutter mutter. You should be mishdamish because shel Torah, hundred percent. But if you're a fantastically wealthy guy, or even enough that you could convince him that you're wealthy, you, you know whatever whatever it is, he, 
Yeah, it could be. I'm saying Ladina, if you're stuck in that scenario, you go with your kish because whatever happens, happens. But but we should be we should be prepared for these scenarios. Sorry, like, probably a that's why I mean he's being how this is it's yeah it's not that's not shy by us if they if, if anybody ever grabs I'm gonna say I teach Daf Yomi at Makor put me down I teach Daf Yomi at Makor yeah so of course we should know the halachos these are halachos and Nebuch if God forbid a person's in a scenario just the dogma there's these discussions about Yeharig Val Yavor what exactly is Yeharig Val Yavor in the world of Arayos if somebody says to you, hold this woman's hand, you die. You just have to be intercourse. What if it's something that's intimate but not intercourse? All of these things are bidiktuke halacha. And without knowing them, a person could make a huge error one way or the other. You could you could die thinking that it was Yiharik Valyavar when it wasn't. You have to know. It's very easy to make a to make a mistake. Yeah, he's like, you, 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 if you would have known Shulchan Aruch Shachs and Tazas, you wouldn't be here. So, really, these are halachos that we need to know. Uh, it, it, are they a going? Are they a yid? Are they a going? There's so many things that it's it's hard to know. But, uh, so, in this case scenario, Michael, to your question, if a person is very wealthy, you use that as your first line of defense. And if not, you say, I'm the God of Lador. I'm the God of Lador. They're going to be looking for me. The Gemara says six, seven lines from the bottom, second of the widest lines. I'm a Rava, Shari Lele, Inche Le Odu, Enafshe, Ba'asra, Duli, However, much as it's true that you're not allowed to be mishtamish pekis for shel Torah, if you move to a new city, you can hand out your resume. I, I'm a Dayan. I learned in this yeshiva. That you're allowed to do. What? Did something? No. That, we're not. We're two lines above that. So I'm a Rav Shari Lele Inish Lodei Nafshei Basra You're allowed to share that with people. The Chsiv Ba'avdecha Yirei Es Hashem in Urav. So this is. Story with Ovaja, and he was saying about himself that he was a Yare Hashem. You're allowed to say that. If people don't know, you're allowed to say you're a Yare Hashem. Elakasha, Rabbi Tarfon. If that's true, then what was wrong with Rabbi Tarfon? So, same question and answer, just being asked by different people. That's why it's the same story multiple times. He was very wealthy, and his first line of defense should have been to appease him with finances. Rav Aramiksiv, just like uh, we just had this pasuk a moment ago, that Ovadja was allowed to say that he was a Yorei Shamayim, no problem at all. But you should not be the one to talk about yourself. So which one is it? The Gemara responds, one is in a place where nobody knows him, and one is a place where they don't know him. Why is, why is saying that you're Yorei Shamayim? I was thinking the same exact thing. Like why is, okay. I'm Yara Shemaim. It doesn't mean I, I know anything about the order. It doesn't mean I know anything about Parenthetically, Yara Shemaim is one of the 613 commandments. So, like, it's like saying I have a bris. What's right. the difference? I gave Tadaka today. Your parents gave me a bris. You don't have It's a beautiful Chakira, David, but what? The Mainach Kamina. So, what? What does that have to do with anything? It's a mitzvah in the Torah. There's no bragging there. No bragging anywhere. It's a mitzvah and chumash. That's like the the gemara. The, the Pirkei Avos says of a the person. A person learns a lot of Torah. That's why you bekach no zarta. You think you're so good. Like they just stop talking. Like you're a balgaiva. You're you're an ant on a log. And you, of course you need to do what a kodesh baruch Hu tells you. I hear your question. I was thinking about. It. I didn't look into it, but I was thinking about it a little bit while, we were, while I was doing chazar. I don't know. Anybody? I just think it's code for something bigger. That may be. That, that's a reasonable answer. Yare Shamayim is code for something bigger? Yeah. Like, like, or whatever you like to call it. What was the story in Yonah? 
Ivri Anochi Ves Hashem Elokei Hashemayim Ani Yarei. There too. They they draw lots. Why why are you napping when we're all going to die? Yeah. Who are you? Who's your God? He's like, oh, that's right. I don't want to dance on the bus. Yeah. He wasn't. But he also he also spoke about Yiras Hashem. Yeah. But he was telling them that he was something special. He was identified. He was identified. They were all talking to their guys trying to get the. I don't know. Is it about that? Is it allowed to invite people to events or not? I don't know the answer to your question. I don't know. Tax. Yeah, your question is is good. I don't know. You have to look into it. All right. Omar Rava, three lines from the bottom. Sharule the Tzurba Merabanan the Memar Tzurba Merabanan Ana. Sharule Tigrui Beresha. A person is allowed to say a rabbi is allowed to say I'm a rabbi, and uh, therefore put me to the front of the line in regards to Tigrui in regards to my Tigar my my Oscar my challenge, which means that when there's a Din Torah, he's allowed to go. First, that's what the Ran says, four lines from the bottom. Uh, so the, 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 uh, Pasku Dini You're allowed to go to you're allowed to skip the line if you're a Talmud. It's like you know, the first class travelers, you get to board first. Even if you show up last, it doesn't matter, you get to board first. So if you're a Talmud Chacham, you get to the front of the line by Dini Torah. Dikhsiv, how do we know? That you well, we will see the comparison. Uvnei David Kohanim that the children of David were Kohanim, which that's not that's not true. They were not Kohanim. So the Gemara says, Ma Kohen no Barosh, Chacham no Barosh. The Gemara says, Bnei David, they were not Kohanim, but they have an equivalence to Kohanim. They just like Kohanim, they get to go first. So too the Bnei David were Talmidei Chacham, and they're also no Barosh. And then the Gemara digs into the din of a Kohen. How do we know about a coin that he gets treated a little bit differently? Because the Pasuk says, that he is treated with sanctity because he's he's bringing the korbanos, he's bringing the breads of a Kodesh Baruch. The Gemara says, How do we understand this language of the Kiddash? For all things that have sanctity, the Kohen gets preferential treatment. What are these three things? Take a look at the Ran. He gets the first Aliyah. And he gets ahead of everyone. And lastly, the Ran says, Beautiful. These are dinim. These are dinim, and they seem from the Gemara like Dine Deoraisa. So let's say you have a coin at your table and you want to be nice and give your father. It's not so pushing. You're a din of kibud abayim, but he has vikidashto. So these are shilas and poskim, but uh, and he could be mavater for sure. And like I have my brother-in-law Yosef is always he's regularly at my house, and I I usually give him or his son one of the two. Now that his son is a barchiyuva, but I mean my kids never get when Yosef says maybe maybe that's not a big deal. Most of the kids try to avoid it anyways. But if I have my father or my brother-in-law, I have a mitzvah of kibud avayim on the one side, and I have a mitzvah of kiddushto on the other. So we have to you know kind of ask your local orthodox rabbi how to thread the needle there. The Gemara says on some bit. What? Like which one who comes first in the category? Yeah, that's the question. That's it. Omar Rava, second line down. A person who is a rabbi can say, I don't plan on paying these taxes. As the Pasuk says in Sefer Ezra, uh, let me just get the words right, because this is not our language here. 
Where is it? Aleph. Minda velo vahalach lo shalit lemir me alehom. These three things, minda, valo, and haloch, lo shalit lemir me alehom. These things do not control over me. Vamar of Yehuda, minda zoom manasamelech. This is the portion of money that goes to the king. Velo, what does this mean? Zokesev gulgalta. That's a head tax. Vehalach. That's zo arnona. Arnona in this case means food for the uh, food for the for the government. So the Gemara says, Bamarava, and this is a crazy din, and we're going to learn a run to explain it, but I'm saying right now, outright, there's two major kashas on this Gemara before we even learn it. Bamarava, Shari Rabbanan, a rabbi is allowed to say, Lameymar, Avda de Nura Ana, I am an Evid of Nura, which is a form of Avodah Zara, Lo Yehivna Akarga, and accordingly, I will not be paying taxes. So let's just ask two I would presume very obvious questions. Yeah. First of all, tax evasion should be usher. I got a I got a question this week from a grandfather of a baby. I'd love to pay you for my grandson's bris, but I'd like to pay you through an organization. It's usher. Hold on one second. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down. And question number two is what is the deal with Tikrovas Avodazara? I mean, this is like you know, like Khan and her seven sons. Like, I mean, there's so much that should not be happening here. And the Ran does give an answer. But before we even get to Rebbe Yaman's answer, the Gemara gives a little bit of context, not the kind of answer that helps us that much, but my taima, why does this work? Oh, the reason why he can do this is it's just to get the tax collectors away from him. Yes, Rebbe Freeman. Correct. It's not true for everybody. Right. Correct. That doesn't work here. Correct. So let's take a look at the Ran. The Ran, Dibraham Askel, Av Danura Ana, 10, 12 lines down in the Ran, and he reads like this Evid Leish Shehu Kohen, Laovde Haish, Shavada Pturin Mikarga. The priests of this particular Avoda Zara were putter from, from the cargo, were putter from the tax. Do you know what the claim in the Gemara is? Clergy status. He's saying it's not fair. You got you got these guys who are worshiping idols and they're putter. I'm I'm worshiping a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Well, I should be putter also. So that's what he's saying. It's clear what his intentions are. He's a he's a he's a Hasidish yid with a with payas and with a strimal and a long beard. He's like, I worship Nura. <laughs> I worship the fire gods. No, I'm a yid, but I'm clergy, so you should potter me just like you pottered them as well. Wow. Play on words. So he's all, I'm also serving Nura. Don't worry about it. I'm also serving Nura. So it's a clergy exemption. Back in the Gemara. Third of the way down. Ravashi Havale Hahu Ava. He had some type of forest, some type of collection of trees that he owned. Rashi, uh, the Mufarish calls it a Yar. 
Zavne Lebenura, and he sold it to the people of Benura to this idol worship cult who they used to they used to burn things famous the Gemara the Gemara says that there's an Isra of Lif Neiver Lositein Michshol, and the Gemara gives two examples. Example number one is to be Moshe Yain Lenazir. Example number two is Aver Minachad Lenachri. So, of course, we know that a Goy, they have seven mitzvahs to keep, and we are not allowed to help facilitate their Isurim. We're not allowed to do that. So, if that's true, then why over here are we allowed to sell this forest to the people who worship the, the fire gods? After all, at the end of the day, they'll end up doing a Vodazara with this. So, that should not be allowed. The Gemara says, Most of the wood is not for the worship per se. Most of the wood is to, you know, it's it's like the money you give to uh, to a church, Ladugma. Most of it is not going to the avoda that happens. It's going to the air conditioning and it's going to the heating and it's going to the ancillary parts. Yeah, small portion. So the Gemara seems to say, this is, by the way, a Chiddush anyways, Rove undoes It's a very interesting idea. It's not shocking because we, we have Rove, but it's a, still, it's a little bit unique. We have an Isser Daraisa that because of Rove, I don't know, okay. Says the Gemara, that's like saying I want to own stock in, in Burger King. Rove of the people who eat there are Goyim. I guess no nafkamina there because there's an Isser Hano. Okay, all right, well, let's get let's get back in the Gemara. New Mishnah. This new Mishnah is really not a new Mishnah. It's really a continuation of what we've been learning. Ada Kotsir, if a person makes a commitment not to eat until the harvest, um, then it's Adshayaskil Ha'am Liksor Ksirchitin. That when you say Ada Kotsir Stam, it's referring to the wheat harvest. But when they start the wheat harvest, that is when you are then allowed to drink again or whatever your nether was. And everything is really dependent on the context, the physical space in which you made your nether. It says the Gemara, if you made your nether in the heart, then that's what it applies to. If you made your nether then that's what it applies to. If you say some kind of language like that in regards to the rains, until the second of three rains, it was somewhat typical to have three gusts of rain or three uh, episodes of rain. And it should be until the second rain actually takes place. Rashbag argues, Omer mana shall No, only the time when that second rain is supposed to start, but not the actual rain drops. Because uh, apparently, halachically, that's what we would have assumed. It's only until that time. If a person says, If they say until the rain stops, what does that mean? This is Lishitasa from the previous Gemara that we learned about Rav Meir, that a person is going to be a little bit more machmir, and it'll take a longer stretch of time through the end of Nisan. Just until the end of Pesach, which is a week short of that amount of time. Pesach's on the 15th, it ends on the 22nd. There's an eight-day difference between these two shitas. Gemara, three three more lines for tonight. Tanya, the Brisa writes, "Hanoder ad hakayitz begalil." If a person makes a neder um, in regards to the harvest in the galil, and then v'yevid la'amakim, and then he goes down to the lower depths where the harvesting time is different. It doesn't matter, even if that's an earlier time when we start seeing a harvest down there in the valleys. It doesn't matter. because that's what we learned. We learned in our Mishnah, Hakol Makom Nidro. We're going to stop right here. Tomorrow, Mir Toshem will pick up with Daf Samach Gimel. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Just back.